Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's Christmas Eve. Actually, it will be in the morning. Thanks, sponsors. Tops Panini, Upper Deck, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, CompC.com, Heritage Auctions, Hugs and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, and Burbank Sports Cards. So Christmas Eve, night before Christmas, and all through the house. It's pretty quiet around here right now, but it'll be hustling and bustling tomorrow and the next day. I've actually got a very good friend, quote unquote friend, someone I'm very close to, who in the past used to think that Christmas Eve was the day to start shopping for Christmas gifts. I don't think in 2020 that will work, and I don't think it worked very well in the earlier years. I'm not even going to give, it's obviously a dude, and I'm not even going to give his initials because someone listening to this might be able to guess who it is. But most families in America celebrate Christmas with gifts a big deal. Uh, It's a big shopping season for the retailers, not just Amazon. And when you get the gifts, they're wrapped up, which is a whole other industry of wrapping paper, wax packs wrapped up. You don't know what's inside. You have a decision, each family, and I've been part of more than one family now because I have a family of origin and my current family. There's the big decision. Do you open your gifts on Christmas Eve or on Christmas Day, Christmas morning? And I've done it both ways and we straddle it now. So whatever tradition works, that's fine. I have found also in my long life that the number of gifts that you receive is roughly inversely proportional to the age of the recipient. When I was young, I got a lot of gifts. Now that I'm older, I don't get that many gifts. The youngest people get the most gifts, but older people are harder to buy for anyway. And I would say our family does not emphasize gifts as much as the meaning of the season. So I want to leave you with that. However, that doesn't mean I'm not going to be giving or receiving a few presents. In fact, they're sitting under the tree right now. And I am slightly tempted to peek under the wrapping paper or shake the gift like I did when I was younger to try to figure out what I would be getting, because I certainly am curious. And you might say I can hardly wait, but hardly is the operative word. It's hard to wait, yes, but I can wait. I've learned to wait. And I think being able to wait and that aspect of waiting, I believe it's like a muscle that can be developed and strengthened. And I believe it's called deferred gratification of being able to put off something you want it now, but you're willing to wait. And so that's the title of this holiday episode. And it's what parents really need to teach their children when they're young. And it's certainly more difficult for some kids than others, some adults and individuals than others. It doesn't break down according to introvert or extrovert. And it doesn't break down exactly based on very emotional versus cerebral. And I don't think it's based totally on your childhood upbringing and what you dealt with, but all of those can factor in. There was a famous marshmallow test from Stanford back in the early 70s, a sociology research experiment, and it's since been replicated uh, several times with different variations. So the, the gist of it is, here's an Oreo cookie or a marshmallow or a treat, and if I'm, I'm going to put it here on the table, and then I've got to go away. I'm going to come back in 15 minutes. If while I'm gone, if you don't eat that Oreo, that marshmallow, then I'll give you another one. So by waiting just 15 minutes, you can get two Oreos instead of one. And some kids can't wait. And some kids say, oh, I'd rather have two than one. I'm just going to be waiting a short time. I'll do it. So you can Google this. It's well established and has been written about it, but I don't believe it's been written about sports card insights. The obvious punchline of the study is that when you followed up these kids, because it was mainly these were experiments with young kids, when you followed up the kids many years later, these same kids, the kids with the best self-control were the most successful in life, according to some objective measures. But here are the sports card insights. Number one, what the another thing they found out on a, on another on a follow up from this is that those kids who came from a background of deprivation or mistrust, they were not as likely to wait. Uh, either they could not or they would not wait 
But perhaps that wasn't them being irrational because they had repeatedly perhaps seen unreliable uh, adults <laughs> or broken po- promises in their upbringing. So that's insight number one for, for sports card collectors. And that's based on your past experience. It's healthy to be skeptical of good deals in the hobby. Maybe they're too good. And so the deferred gratification might be taking a little extra time if you're skeptical that something is, is too good a deal. Number two, another follow up from the marshmallow experiment is that those kids that picked up the marshmallow or the Oreo cookie or the pretzel, whatever the uh, treat was, and they sniffed it and they felt it and they focused on it, the more likely that those are the kids who are more likely to cave in. So focusing on that prize tends to reduce your willpower. So that's my second insight on this Christmas Eve episode is that if you fixate on cards that you're coveting, that doesn't help you in resisting buying something, especially if you can't afford it. And it hurts. It hurts more the more you fixate on it, the more you're going to want it, and the more your resistance is going to be reduced. Finally, number three, there's a distinct difference between no and not yet. And that's what some of these kids in this experiments figured out. It wasn't a no. It's not that I can't have this first Oreo, this first marshmallow. It's not yet. If I can wait, if I can have the deferred gratification, I can get uh, 100% return on my investment. I get two, two for the price of one. So insight number three, and the final one for sports card insights here is that it's very rare that you're only going to get one chance at something in this hobby. And so choosing no, not yet, in other words, no, but maybe later, but not yet, for buying something, is it's not a financial loss. It's an opportunity loss. And no one, and I repeat, no one knows whether the market will go up or down in the future for any card or, frankly, for anything. We have no ability to 100% predict the future. And no, not yet, has value to you as a collector to be able to say, I'm going to wait. Uh, deferred gratification. So the final word, <laughs> the disclaimer here, the final word is that perhaps all that I've said doesn't necessarily go out the window, but it may not be applicable to one of one type grail cards where when you think no, not yet, not yet likely means never for some of these one of ones. If you see it, you've either got to pounce on it or you got to let it go and it, and it may really never come back. And so again, the deferred gratification may not apply to that, but I believe deferred gratification is a muscle and I I believe you should try to experiment with that. Sometimes when you're waiting to buy a card A and it pops up and it doesn't look like you're thinking, well, I'm not sure I want to do that. Resisting on card A may open the door for an even better card B, which may even be a better deal. I just think we need to redefine FOMO, this fear of missing out in our hobby. The FOMO should not be about missing one card that's on your list it ought to be more missing out on the participatory fun and profit that's found in our great hobby. Because I think it's not a hobby just of observation and contemplation. It's participating, it's trading. For many cases, it's just people buying, but in many cases, it's buying and selling and trading. And that's part of the fun in our great hobby. So just wanted to do a short episode. It's Christmas. Spend time with your family. Stay healthy. Uh, So Merry Christmas to all and to all a good day and good night. And uh, I will see you tomorrow. Merry Christmas.